This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Where we want to educate you about our market, empower you to make wise decisions, and help you engage with our expert contributors. I want to talk about a couple articles I saw in the paper this past week. But the first one is interesting, and I thought it's important because I kind of talked about this a little bit last week. COVID Task Force, COVID task force leader Jim Murren, optimistic about Las Vegas recovery. Jim Murren, who used to be the CEO of MGM. Yeah. Um, he's now working for the governor on the on the COVID task oh, force. Oh, is that right? And so and he, and in this article, Bailey Schultz of the, the RJ wrote this article, and it, it goes in, and that was the title, it goes in to say, Jim Byrne believes Nevada has a lot to look forward to. And here's a quote, he says, uh, the hope is that we can make Las Vegas the health and safety capital of the world. That, I think, is going to help consumer confidence, which will bring people back to Las Vegas. I think it's a smart strategy. You know, Vegas always has that the, the, the marketing strategy, you know. Yeah, what happens I, honestly, in Vegas stays I, I, in the- and forgive me, but I see hear that statement and I feel like I'm being sold. Well, I mean, you know? I mean, I think that they're think- just giving me fluff right there. OK, so so he goes on to say, right, you got to give me some meat here. I don't know. He goes on to say, don't expect 2021 to be perfect. I don't think we're going to continue to find a way increasing occupancy in Las Vegas until, we, until we're beyond it. He also pictures venues maintained at an elite level compared to other parts of the world. I thought I don't think this is out of the realm of possibilities. Vegas has always been known for our ability to maintain a level of safety sure. and so forth in our properties. That. And so visitors to, might even start taking tests before they arrive and land in Las Vegas. That may become part of our package is that they, they make them take some kind of a quick test uh, mm. upon their uh, uh, properties. This could be part of the package of Vegas is that everyone here is tested. It may end up being. It's part of what he's talking about. Uh, he said, we're going to have a few more months of frustration. Uh, it doesn't feel like we're going to be making as much progress as we are, meaning it won't be as visible. But a lot of work is being done in the facilities and the hardware and software in place to make sure that we can bring back visitors safely. Now, he, he goes in the article, it quotes, about 1.2 million visitors came to Vegas in December. That's a 64% drop compared to the same period last year. So there was an article in the paper written this past week by Buck Wargo. It's titled, The Penthouse Will Set New Las Vegas Record If Sold for $18 million Listing Price. Wow. What penthouse is this? Is it Martin. The, turn, the Martin? The Martin. It's the whole. Yeah, it's right. at the Fort, Martin. The Martin. It's the top floor. Yeah, that's uh, the Martin was originally going to be a panorama, but then they changed it, and that's the Martin. Right. Because it's on D Martin Boulevard. Sure. Um, and uh, it the the unit being sold is the entire 45th floor. Wow. It's the whole top. Is it like 12,000 square feet? Yeah. Um, and I know. it's and 18 million. No, 8,000 square feet. It's big. No, no, it's 12,900 12, yeah, 12, 12, square, square feet. feet. Yeah, almost 13. <laughs> Has over 2,000 square feet of balcony on that one. Wow, um, that's going to be pretty incredible. The interesting thing in this article was they talked a lot about that market in general, the high-rise market, which I thought was interesting. And, and not, it's not one that I'm heavily involved with. I know, Danielle, you've done some business with some of the high-rises, and you're probably more familiar with these buildings than I am, as, as a matter of fact. But a report released by Applied Analysis looks like the entire high-rise market at all price points, that there were 505 sales in the Valley, it's 21 towers, and that's down from 607 the year before. So it's down down quite a bit, and and uh, down nearly 40 percent from the 836 they did in two, 2018. So the numbers have been slipping in terms of the amount so of transactions. 505 transactions, right, mm. over the year. Now, I, I'm theoretically, he goes on to say the high-rise condo market has clearly been impacted by the COVID crisis and and a related yeah. response, including the shutdown of hotel, casino properties, and so forth. That's from Brian Gordon from Applied Analysis. Um, as for what to expect in 2021, he thinks more of the same. He thinks that the industry of high-rises has been affected by the pandemic, maybe more so than any other housing segment. Um, the other article that, uh, that uh, Bailey uh, Schultz wrote uh, this past week was, it says condos can, can make future strip redevelopment challenging. This was an interesting twist on this. He said, and it, here's a quote, uh, this is a quote within the article by uh, Brian Gordon from Applied Analysis. Las Vegas does have a history of reinventing itself over the years. The market 
has seen a number of properties being torn down in an effort to replace it with something bigger, better, and more innovative mm. uh, from Brian Gordon. Um, and, and what that means is, is that they just they blow them up and start over. Sure. It's, it's a common thing in Vegas. Um, and the, the dream of the Manhattanization of Vegas has kind of got deployed, you know, set yeah. aside during the mid-2000s. Staunchly against that. Yes. Um, but those, uh, but here's the problem. Condos, you can't do that. Yeah, forgive me if I just say that that's terribly obvious. Right? Yeah, if it's, if the you know, if there's 500 units and they're all owned by individual people, yeah, you're not going to be able to tear their house down and just rebuild it. But it's interesting to see, he says, you, and it, here's a quote in his article, you have to get almost complete buy-in from ownership. So maybe they don't all have to absolutely agree. Sure, but sure. But, but, but if a, uh, either a majority or, or yeah, a... Yeah, you can... Morality, whatever and, it is, and, and have control. And there stuff. is a rule, probably, where they can tear that building <laughs> down at some point. But the point here's the point. He's saying right now it's interesting. I, I found the data interesting. Is um, uh, unlike historic high rises in Chicago and New York, many structures in Las Vegas just last decades. The landmark was open 26 years before it was imploded. 26 years for the building. Mm. The Dune South Tower was for only 15 years. Why are we comparing hotels to, to, to condos? Well, and we're just talking about high rises, you know, okay. how long they last. they're getting rid of our history. Yeah, there's the point, there's the, there's the real point, is what he's saying is, is that this may be actually a good thing overall because now some point, some part of our history will be, will be saved because these buildings will be much more difficult to tear down. You've been listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. If you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, just call me off air or text me at 702-203-1165. You can also check us out on the web at lvrealestateradio.com or on our handle on social media at lvrealestateradio. We'll meet you on the radio next Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on the new 101.5 FM 720 AM KDON, the talk of Las Vegas.